Cal. So pretend you're a free agent on July 1st. Say you're our Terry Panarin level. You've just signed an $11.5 million deal per season. You got $11.5 million in your pocket. Tell me, what's the first thing that you're going to do? First thing, you buy the parents a house. Ask oh, me what the man, second so thing nice. what's the, I'm going to do. What's the that? second thing? Holy, that's a great question, man. I haven't really thought about that. You sounded so confident. So yeah, prepared. I know. You know what I'm doing, too? I'm, I don't care if it if it's like seems self-centered there's probably other things that i gotta do with the money but i bought my parents a house and then after that i'm taking the homies out you know i'm talking the weekend where we just hit up vancouver and then the next day we just go straight to vegas and then who knows what happens after that maybe people have to call in sick for the next like you know we might for the next hey, month me and my homies are going on vacation to five different places in two weeks it's the perfect plan, man. It's the perfect plan. But you it know is. what? You got to think even more logically. There's only one but thing you got to buy, man. man. Come on. Okay. Oh, party. The only Come thing on. you're missing is a helicopter, man. Uh, that's how you get what? the homies around. Get a there fucking, you go. Yeah, there you go. That's what I'll do, Trevor. Thanks, man. Because that's a lot of money, right? What would you do? The helicopter, man. That's what oh. I'm doing. Oh, you'd... Okay. So, that's what I'm doing, bro. So you'd buy one, and then, you know, and you hook me up a deal. Man. I'm skipping the traffic. I'm flying to I'm my, my homies' house. I'll hook me up a deal, man. I'll hook you up a deal, man. No problem. Silky and filthy, where we talk a lot of hockey and a whole lot of bullshit. Gives it away, Horvat centers, Patterson scores! Politely, why would I be polite with you? Are you kidding me? Both guys, five minutes each for fighting! Never look yourself in the mirror, right? Huh? You're always good, you never make the mistakes. Yeah, you know, they're a good team. They're a good team. They're a good team. They play hard. Obviously, they're a good team. They have a lot of good players. You're about to listen to some puck talking bullshit. Welcome to another episode of Silky and Filthy with your host, Trevor Beggs. Welcome all you silky studs to another episode of Silky and Filthy. It's July, baby. We're into July. We just passed Woo-hoo! free agency. Holy cow. How was your July 1st, man? Canada Day. All I gotta say is Canada is great. You know how many people I met up in Sycamuse on the lake in Shushwap? Is that how you say it? Shushwap Lake. The you, know how, favorite. you know how many Canadians I met? Who said that? I love Canada. It was co- yo, it was coming out everywhere. I'm pretty sure if people were getting laid that weekend, that's what they were saying to each other in bed. Oh, Canada! Yeah, there you go. That might have happened. Everyone loves Canada. I do that once in a while. Everyone loves Maybe Canada, Maybe I did it on Canada Day. I'm on a lake. I see mountains. I see the water. Having beverages. Great people everywhere. My Canada, Canada Day long weekend was great. Amazing. The only thing I missed was... Everything happened with hockey. I actually missed it, man. Yeah, that's okay, man. You called me, and I, and I filled you in all about it. No problem at all. But you know what, man? When you're talking about things that you got to blow money on, you got to get a houseboat, man. A houseboat on Shoe Shop Lake. Just a big, monstrous boat to drive around the lake with all the homies. Like That's that's the life, man. That's homies. the life right there. I'm talking about the future, too. The kids, you know, the aunts, the uncles, the best friends. You know, you could talk, you could, you could have one for the family. They could use it forever. Because you're on a boat with your friends in Sick Moose. I just like that name. You know, I'm going to say that. You know what? When I'm, You know how I told you I'm going to move to Wisconsin yeah, for a year yeah. of my life? When I come back from Wisconsin, I'll get back to work for like five more years. And then I'll move to, to Sick Moose for, for two months. Nice. Get that houseboat, man. Get that houseboat. There you go. 
Well, before we talk about some guys that are blowing their money on houseboats, I mean, come on. Panarin's, maybe he's getting a helicopter, actually. That guy's making a lot of money. And New York's got a lot of traffic, so I can see Panarin getting a helicopter. Yeah, I could see him get a helicopter. He'd rock it, too, man. Yeah, he could rock like, a helicopter. That's, maybe that's what he was thinking, too, when he was in Columbus, and they're offering free vodka. He's like, free vodka? He's like, I can have helicopter, too. Yeah, helicopter. So it makes, makes more that's sense, awesome. man. But before we get into all those guys making all that money, I found one thing about uh, Make a Buddy Online from Vice. It was the dumbest way you've spent money in six words. I don't know if you got anything like that. The dumbest way Off you spend the money. top? Yeah, that's pretty Six tough. Six words? I'll, I'll give you some from this you list, man. You smoked one, man. Come on. That's <laughs> impossible. It, this guy smoked one. An expensive and realistic looking horse mask. That was a bad thing to spend a lot of money on. This wow. one hit me right in the feels, man. A bachelor's degree in broadcast communications. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was on the list, man. Because that's just what you throw your money away, yeah, right? Exactly. That's what he's trying to refer to. Don't don't say that. <laughs> Shout out to all the, the students out there who that's graduated. Okay, man. Lots of people spend dumb money. This guy said, my dates drink, $100 shot. Wow, that's impressive. Okay, so if you're pulling up to the club and you just meet a girl, you ask her, like, yo, you want to you wanna get a drink? And she's like, cool. You take her to the bar and you surprise her with that. Like, just that's what you say. Give me the most expensive thing you got. Is that materialistic or is that just like smooth? It's a bit of both, right? Just a little it's bit a of bit both. It's a bit of both. It's, it's bit definitely of both. a bit of both. You gotta live a little sometimes. Yeah, it depends on the situation, man. I think if you're, it can be smooth and it can be a little over the top at times as well. But hey, sometimes hey. you just walk into the bar and you're just feeling expensive, man. Sometimes you're just like shots of Patron and then you're like, holy fuck, where'd all my money go? Patron, yeah. It happens, man. man. It, happens. it does happen. It does happen. I mean, I don't know if uh, Panarin's a Patron guy. He's probably a Patron guy. Actually, he's probably shooting higher than Patron now. Eleven and a half million dollars a season. Playing hockey, man. What a contract, man. So here's what I want to do for free agency. I'm gonna give you guys a list. A list of the silky six. We're talking about GMs silky that six. made the silkiest moves and for all their work during, you know, the free agency period with the trades and whatnot. Oh, and wow. the number one silkiest GM. You're gonna start with number one? Of course I'm starting go with number one. Go up from the man. bottom, man. No, cool. man. Okay, yeah, we'll we'll do a different year. I like it, Trevor. I'm going from number one. I like man, it, okay. I, I want to shower this guy with some praise, man. Okay. Jeff Gordon, the New York Rangers. One of the best rebuild turnarounds we've seen in recent memory. And we've seen some good ones. You know, Toronto have pulled off a pretty good one with all their young guys. Um, but Jeff Gordon, man, holy Panarin and Truba. Like that right there is a, is enough said, and you he, know, and he and that first round pick was a spare first round pick that he got for Kevin Hayes. Like just yeah. amazing work from what they've done. They've collected so many draft picks, and it's paid off, man. Like I, I think they're gonna make the playoffs next season. Playoffs? Yeah, they could. I think they have one of the it. best players in the league on their team now, Panarin. That's what he is. They solidified the defense and, and, too. And I guess you have to put him at the top of your list. Because he landed the big fish, and, and then you're and then you're taking in the the whole process that he's that he's done with this rebuild, starting with the le- letter, um, yeah, impressive. It's Im- it's impressive, but it's a lot of wait and see too. Let's be honest, it's still a lot of wait and see. Now, it, it is hard for it's harder for the Rangers to kind of rebuild because they still got Lundqvist who kind of keeps them in too many games. He's still doing good things out there, so they're not finishing you know, getting top three picks. You know what I'm saying? They're not getting top five picks, yet they turned it around. So, yeah, that's it. Hey, man. So you really think he, he won free agency, though? Like, he won this weekend? I think Jeff Gordon won free agency for sure. Without a doubt. I mean, Panarin was the best player out there. You know, he lands Truba a couple of days earlier. Damn. And, and, you know, drafting Capo Caco, we're forgetting about that, too. 
Holy hell, man. Like, what, are we talking about off-seasons or free agent frenzy? Like, Well, I mean, just on top uh, of everything. They got Capococco on top of the moves they made. You're just you know? looking at everything right now. Well, I, I mean, like it, It's man. impressive, man. Look, it's impressive. Those guys could both be... That could be two top six additions. I mean, there's a lot of big mm-hmm. expectations on Capococco and how he's going to do. You know, he could hop into a top six role right away. And Adam Fox, you know, he was a finalist for the Hobie Baker this year. One yeah, of the so best was Adam Gaudet. He won it, actually. Yeah, well, Kale McCarr won it this year. Yeah. Right? Colorado Avalanche. Yeah, this like I said, there's a lot of wait and see, but I get what you're saying, and you put it you put it into good words there. I mean, they they may have gotten two legitimate tops. I'm not even gonna say top six fours. They could be top three fours. Who knows what Capo can do? That's all I'm trying to say. I've seen the highlights. I've seen the gifs. Yeah. Damn, that's a, that's a good hockey player. Yeah, he's a sick player, man. I mean, yeah, Panarin, the biggest ad in free agency. Um, I mean, the Rangers are still lacking a bit of depth, but, man, they still got Chris Kreider's a great player. He's a number one center. You Whoa. know, young players like Philip Heedle, Pavel Buchnevich, Brendan Lemieux, like Brett Howden, Lee Sanderson. Buchnevich. Like, this is a super young team, too, man. Like, they have, they're one of those teams that definitely has the potential to, you know, they, they, could, they could sink or swim, but they did pretty good last year towards the end. You know, they got Lundqvist back there, and, uh, you know, Jacob Trouba on defense makes a big difference, too. I don't know, man. I like the Rangers a lot Damn, next year. Man. You may buy a Rangers jersey, man. Oh, That's still, it sounds I'm, like come that. Come on, man. It Na- sounds like 94 that. 94 is still in the mind, man. Come on. Really? Man. You were one years old. I'm not, well, I'm, not, I'm not to the point where I'm br- buying a Rangers jersey, you know? That's too much. That's too much. And I'm not buying a jersey for the Toronto Maple Leafs, either. Kyle Dubas, I'd say, had one of the... Like, for the situation that he's in, and he's not out of the woods yet, still has to make some moves and clear some space, but... Man, like, what a weekend. Like, crabbing Tyson Berry, that is a huge addition for the Colorado Avalanche, or the Colorado, for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Hey, man. good trade for both, so. It is a good trade for both, but I, I think Colorado must know that Barry wasn't going to resign there. Oh, they 100%. must know, because I still don't get why. I, I know they got a lot of young up-and-comers on defense, but it's like, why Why would you trade away Tyson Berry? You hey, know? think about this. Sackick, I've talked highly about him on this program. He was actually my beauty of the year, if you go back to the episode. Don't forget, Joe Sackick was my beauty of the year. And he pulled off this move, and he... I think he looked at it like this. Barry may want a lot more money than than we think he, he deserves. You know what I'm saying? And we think he deserves a lot. Some people put him in the A category. Some people talking about like eight and a half, nine. Yo, with things going up and... and Salary's going up, and who knows where the cap goes next year. Maybe he'd be even more expensive. And he's at that weird age. Like, he'll be at that 27, 28 age. So that's going to be a scary contract to sign, too. Maybe he's thinking ahead, and he got himself a second-line center. But but just going back to Dubis and sticking on this top six. What is this, the Silky Six? Silky Six, man. GMs, that, that one free agency. Dubis, he was able to clear some cap. Now, he, he gave up a lot to do so, too. Uh, a lot of people are giving him credit. I am, too, about about how he he handled all of this and and now now seems like they're ready just in case if Marner does get a big offer sheet that they're ready to kind of match it you know what I'm saying yeah no I completely agree for Marner you kind of have to do that yeah no they do and like I said they're not quite out of the woods yet you know they still got a sign (laughs) they got Cody Cece unsigned I think according to Cap Friendly here they do yeah he's an Uh, RFA Alexander Kerfoot man he was a 40 point guy he's a young guy like he's been making some money too he's gotta be a couple million bucks and you know they they still only have eleven million in cap space, mm-hmm. and but so, they have eleven million dollars in cap space. But isn't Marner going to take pretty much all of that? If yeah, signs? but they have that. I think that's what I'm trying to say. They just they have that cap room, space. Because here's the thing: they they could Dubis 
now we have to see if he can fill in the holes when his cap is going to be really really tight after he signs marner we have to see if he's going to be able to fill in the holes because at the end of the day if they don't have a lot of depth they still have morgan riley they still have austin matthews they still have mitch marner they still have john tavares yeah <laughs> who has a better top four right now in the whole league no they're, i'd say they're pretty much there man <laughs> that's crazy yeah washington might have something to say about that but, hey fair yeah. enough Toronto still has a lot to prove, but I don't think Dubis is that worried because he just wants to make sure that he, no matter what, he's going to have those top four. And he has he has the glasses on. He may seem like a nice dude, but the way he's making these these trades and making them just happen and get in his way, he may be one of those manipulative dudes. Like when he talks on the phone and, and trying to like steal something from his friends, yeah, because he's figuring out a way to make these deals. He's a silky guy, man. A he is real a silky dude. Silky stud. But you know what? I think the Colorado swap, even though they probably lost the best player in Tyson Berry, like Joe Sackick's been one of the best GMs as well. He's been wheeling and dealing. He shipped Soderberg for a good return from Arizona. You know, he, and that's a contract he was just trying to clear. He made room for Andre Burakoski. I think yep. he's going to be a great bounce back candidate. Um, you know, Jonas Donsko is probably a good signing. Like that guy was on pace to score like 25 goals and then had. You know, a, a kind of a rough end of the season in San Jose, but you know, a pretty reasonable signing under four million a year. Yeah. And then of course Nazim Kadri, man, he gets to be the second line center there. Nazim the dream. Exactly, Nazim the dream, man. He's he's gonna be great for that spot. He was really good as that second line center or that second line center when he was at Toronto before Tavares showed up. But like, man, it's just uh, Colorado's looking pretty good right now, man. I gotta give Sackett credit. And man, like this is just a team on the rise, bro. A team yeah, on uh, the rise. Kelly Rosen, too. I think that's another good pickup from uh, the Leafs as well. He's going to be a good player. No, Colorado did a lot. They made a lot of moves. And, and that's what I like to see from a team that thinks they're going to take a big, big step. They actually they actually be bold. But they make smart moves. Before they, they signed all these guys, they got some assets, assets back with that trade for, with Sodenberg going to Arizona. They were kind of prepared. And, and then they make this trade that that I think a lot of a lot of people are overlooking the fact that Kadri is a pretty fucking good player, man. And yeah. especially at no, that contract, sure. there's a lot of value in, in in the entirety of what is Nazem Kadri. You know what I'm saying? Yep. He's not I making agree. a lot of money. He's a great player. Yeah, he's made some bonehead decisions in his life, but but so has someone like Brad Marchand, and he's figured it out. You know, Kadri's a good player. That's a good move. They had to give up a lot. Barry. And Kerfoot, they're good players. Barry's a Barry's a great player. Barry's a great player. He's gonna be he hard is. to sign. Do you think he's gonna be a Canuck? No, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. It's, he's gonna have what do they say, the pick of the litter? He will. Yeah. For sure. That shit's hard, man. When we'll you have see, to like man. pick a dog, you know, out of all the dogs. Just going back to that time in life. It was tough, man. Was... I don't even want my dog too. The one that I have right now. Loki? Yeah, I didn't even want him. Wow. He was just You're boring. He was man. so boring. He was I'm I'm telling you, handsome looking dude, but boring. Yeah, oh, come on. Like for for the listeners out there, like Loki is just like a big, <laughs> fluffy, beautiful dog. Like, how do you not love him, man? No, I'm saying at the time, bro. Okay, at the time man, I did not a, even well, want well, him. Loki was a pup though? Jesus, that was a <laughs> gorgeous pup, man. Oh. Did you ever meet him when he was a puppy? Yeah, yeah. You weren't hanging out that much. Yeah, yeah. Well, you came to a party, right? Yeah, I know. I remember being Loki as a puppy, though, for uh, sure. Cool. Cool. Loki, the man. Shout out, puppies, man. Um, I'm not trying to transition into the next one, but I'm just going <laughs> to go with it. Carolina also made a deal with Toronto. And I think a big thing was getting a first rounder just for Bino Patrick Marlowe. Like, that's huge. 
Think about the Canucks gave away a first rounder for you know. <laughs> <laughs> we got Carolina. We got man. Carolina just like getting a first rounder just for spending a few extra dollars. You know what? I, you know I gotta say. I I may have yeah I have to say sorry man, to Adele. Yeah, he's been I good. I do. I have to say sorry. Yeah. And now he's being a little a little cheeky to the media too, playing these little funny games with Bergevin, saying that he doesn't have to work this summer because you did the work. Yeah, I liked it, man. They they got assets back this year. They don't even need the you know what I'm saying that they're on the rise, but they just picked up another first round pick. They bought out Marlowe. Yeah. They they play to their strength, which is which is using some cap relief for other teams. They, yeah. Now they got Aho too at a good rate. Probably don't like the term that much, but but it's a good deal. It's a great deal for them. So, I agree. Yeah. And they didn't do anything stupid, you know, and they got rid of Calvin DeHaan, who was a useful player, but you know they they shipped him out. He was expendable with the defense they have. Like they still have a sick top four. Um, and you know what? They didn't sign Michael Furlan to a giant contract either. I thought that was smart. They traded for Eric Holloff from the Vegas Golden Knights for pretty much nothing. Oh man, they he's gave a good away player. nothing for this guy. He's a good player, and he's he could be a top six guy there. There's a chance. Yeah, or a good a, or, or a, a great, great top th- nine. Yeah, yeah, or a great third line player. Like he's and you know he's only getting paid two point seven five million next season. Like it's Value. a great deal for Carolina. They're looking pretty good next year, man. I mean, uh, they're kind of going with their goal. Like, they signed uh, Peter Mrazek again. Great Another smart too. contract. Yeah, $3 million. Yo, Varlamov's, is Varlamov making more than... Yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Way more. The Why? Islanders, man. Interesting. They're interesting. an interesting team for sure. They did not make the, the, the <laughs> yeah. 76. Not part of that, man. Uh, you know what? I don't want to give this guy too much credit, but... Because I think he's made a lot of bad moves, but Dale Talon in Florida. And I'm on the fence whoa, about this whoa, a bit, whoa. too. Because... He's part of the Silky Six. He's part of the Silky Six for this round, at least. For Woo-hoo! this round. Giving Dale Talon some love today. Bobrovsky, man, like, I get why the Florida Panthers had to do it. They had to solidify their goaltending. They had to do something. You know, they would have been a playoff team last season, no doubt, I think, if they had good goaltending. Yeah. Um, they there haven't, to get there that haven't been much, like, there haven't been many goaltenders who have been as consistent as, as Bob, so. Exactly, man. Know. But the Panthers are in, are in great shape, man. They got great Barkov and Huberto signed. To five point nine million dollars a season, you're only paying eleven million dollars for Huberto and Barkov. Pretty impressive, man. And they <laughs> that's got, damn and that's for another three seasons. That's so va- that's four seasons. That's for robbery. I don't. You know, man. can can these two sue the Florida Panthers somehow and just figure out a way to make more money? Because that's bullshit. Maybe, They're, man. Vincent Trocheck, he's only making four point seven five. Like they got some Barkov great is plays. making five and a half for how long? Five point nine for the next three years. Five point nine for the next three years. Yeah, that's that's robbery. Yo, yeah, that that's is, what, that's I, theft. It's also that's illegal. Why, yeah, it's also that why should you not s- be happening. It's also why you sign guys long term coming out of their ELC if you know they're going to be good players, right? Yeah, ahead of the curve. Exactly. That's why even with the like with the Canucks of Brock Besser, like they got to sign them long. Different term, times man. though. Things have really changed in the last two years where these players are just kind of being more greedy. You know, it's true, man. It's true, and they're able to, right? Yeah, fair enough. And I'm using that word with. With no negative connotation, it, it just it just facts. It's cool. Yeah, for sure, man. And you know what? I think because they had so many value contracts, they're able to give a guy like Anton Strawman five point five million dollars. Like Anton Strawman's a great player. Don't get me wrong, but he's he's basically like maybe like a bit better version of Chris Tanev, you know. And five point five million dollars. That's a lot of money. It's, it's an open market price. Like he only played forty seven games last season. Don't uh, you think they could have gotten him for cheaper? Because I you know so. he doesn't even have to get a U-Haul, you know. <laughs> yeah, save on the travel discounts and you know of yeah course everything. Damn it, he's living the life. He may be the happiest hockey player in the world. Yeah, but in Florida, right? 
Holy shit. Anton Strong. Tampa to Florida. That's all. That's what you've been doing? Really? That's And he cool. played in New York and Toronto before, too. Wow. You know, that's not, bad, not a bad Who career for Anton Strong. Does Strahlman. he own the league or something? <laughs> no, those Swedes, man. They always own the league. They, they're, they're, they're smart, smart sneaky guys, man. They just they just get around. They have a great time. And good players. You know? yeah, and good man. players, too. Uh, I guess Impressive. I left out conveniently that uh, Anton Strongman did play in Columbus for a season. So, <laughs> I mean, uh, it wasn't all... Rainbows and butterflies. Just kidding, man. Columbus. I'd love to visit Columbus, man. It sounds like a great city. I, I'm down for some free vodka. It'd be a good go city Columbus. for a weekend. Hey, man. I don't want to hit in Columbus. I don't <laughs> wait, wait. I, I, I was being nice, you know? Oh, okay, okay. Good for a weekend. Oh, I thought you were just saying. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, it'd be yeah. good for a weekend. Yeah, like, you know, you know, sports. You know, yeah, good for a weekend, man. You know, if you want to spend more, you, you, you telling me you're going to take a three-week vacation in Cleveland? Uh, depends on what the Browns are doing, man. I'd love to be part of that party. You fucking bandwagon. How could you do that to your team, man? Love to be part of that party. That's pathetic, man. You know, no, I like no, fans no, like I, that. I have fans like I. I'm a fan of a couple of NFL teams, but you know, I'm, I like other stories around the league, man. I, I like a good sports story. So you're man. not, you're not a story. real fan of other teams. You know, it's not. You know, come on. Like, I don't just, I don't just hate the no, world man. outside of the. This guy's two telling teams me a like. Saints fan, but he's doing that. You're like an eight out of ten Saints fan. And I'm also, call just, you out I'm also that. just down for the party, man. Just down for the party. Yeah, that's not surprising, Trevor. Oh, man, nothing wrong with that. Trevor, man, look at your face, <clears> man. <throat> of course, man, you're always down for the party. This guy's always grinning. Always down for you the know, party. You know, when we get the video back up, you're gonna realize that. Trevor's <laughs> just always fucking smiling, man. Happy ass dude, going to Cleveland oh, Brown man. parties. Not bad. It would not be bad. pretty sick, though. You know, yeah, I wouldn't do it, but it'd be pretty sick. I would do it for sure, man. How about a party in Dallas, man? Ooh. Jim, Jim Neal, the last GM on the Silky Six. Mm -hmm. Joe Pavelski, man. That's, that's a, a great sneaky sign. one. Yo, he, he's partying, man. He's partying. Three years. That's actually not like it's it's good value for Joe Pavelski. This guy almost had 40 goals Yo, last Joe year. Pa okay, he's an outlier, man. Come on. This guy's a gamer. An absolute fucking gamer. Some people are, are born different, you know? I'm not worried about this guy's age if I'm a Dallas Stars fan. You got you to you gotta give, him, give him a couple knocks first before you can, you know, say that's going to happen. Cause this guy's a gamer. He shows up all the time. I'm not worried about that signing. Seven mil. That's a good deal, on a team that has some really, really good players. Pavolski is one of the best players in the league. They have Klimberg. They, they have, have a Ben great Sagan. Defense. They have Radulov. Lindell and Heiskanen. They have a great Heiskanen. defense. I should have said Heiskanen first. Yeah. We, and one of the best goaltending tandems in the league. Ben Bessup just won the best. We talked about Toronto having a lot of star players. No, Dallas is in good shape right now, man. <laughs> I'm liking the Dallas Stars. Yo, props to Jim Nell. I think Perry's a great buy low candidate. Oh, buy low. One and a half Same with something? Andre Sekera. Like they, they're paying Andre Sekera and Corey Perry $3 million Tim altogether. Schaller, Tim Schaller's making more than Corey Perry. <laughs> Whoa. Let that sink in for a second, man. Jesus Christ. It is what it is. Dallas Stars, yeah, continue. Uh, I, no, that's, that's about all I got, man. He's been killing it. I think the Stars, you know, their, their defense is so set, too. Like, with the defense and goaltending they have, and then guys like Pavelski, Sagan, Ben, Radulov, like you said, like, they're going to, it could be a scary team, And dude. they can split split the load back there, too, yeah. in net. Yeah. They're not going to be tired, either of, the of those goaltenders. And Bishop, <laughs> wasn't Bishop just nominated for the, I could be wrong, was he nominated for the Vesna? But Bishop won the Vesna. He won the Vesna yeah. this year? No, he didn't. Vasilevsky yeah, did. I know nobody watches the NHL awards, so don't even don't even come at us. All right, don't even come at us if we're fucking wrong. Nobody watches that. We'll get it. You know, we'll get it right when when the awards are good. 
Oh, yeah, it was yeah. Vasilevsky. My bad. But man. Bishop bad. was nominated, right? Yeah, I, th- I thought Bishop deserved to win, man. Hey, fair enough. Fuck that's Vasilevsky. okay. That's okay. I <laughs> 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 <That> dropped him. <laughs> He's never coming on this show. No Tampa Bay Lightning is ever coming on this show. It's all good. We just joke. having a good time. Silky and filthy. Yo, he... Tampa got swept. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Tampa got Best, swept. Exactly. Having a historic Bishop season. The so, round, you know, come on. They're going to be... They're a joke. Uh, yeah, this no, year I, they're they're a joke. Tampa's still going to be a good team next year. All, you know what? All the six silky GMs, I have all these teams making the playoffs. Man, Rangers, Toronto, Carolina, Colorado, Dallas, Florida. I think all these teams are making the playoffs next season. I don't know if any of the these GMs. I got the filthy five. These GMs bringing a bad name to the name filthy. Come on, man. Filthy could be a good thing, but uh, I don't know about these GMs. You know what though? I gotta say, I don't really have any of these GMs in any particular order. I think we are past the days of seeing really stupid contracts. Like nothing really dumb happened on July first. Like we're kind of past the days. I of... don't know, man. Well, what was Minnesota? Zuccarello. But is that why even that dumb of a contract? I, it, yo, you know it is. It's, it's not a great contract. It's not a great contract. It, it but it's not. The, it's it has not, the possibility of being an Erickson like contract. Zuccarello is still a point of game player in the playoffs. Hey, I think Zuccarello is a different Zuc- player, man. There's a lot of things back. I'm up saying Zuccarello. it has a chance only because of where Minnesota is supposed to be at in this reach. Yeah, they're, they're, they're way behind. They're way behind the rest this, of the division. Signing their, didn't need to happen. They're way behind the rest of the division. They're gonna trade Zucker possibly. I don't really get what Minnesota's doing. Yeah. They are on the on the filthy five okay, bottom go, list. Go so I'd list, say they're the, probably the worst one, man. <laughs> I don't know what the hell Paul Fendis is doing. But uh yeah, I mean like there's some like Ryan Hartman, like great, good for you. And then Zuccarello's a good player, don't get me wrong, but uh, yeah, it's like where are these guys going? They was, their star power is falling off. Like they they they, they it's fu- it's funny assets. They, they, yeah, they don't really want to rebuild because they never did anything in the playoffs, right? It's like exactly. it's like they've just been spinning their tires for a while. They've just been an average team. Exactly. I look at it two ways too. I mean, this, I think the educated hockey fans out there. Well, I shouldn't say educated. Sometimes you get passion and educated mixed up, and you get a whole bunch of opinions. Okay, so there's there's one part of the fan base is, that is probably like, "Yo, let's just sign some one year contracts, right? Trade them off at the deadline, get assets, retool like that. Kind of follow what the Rangers were doing. You know what I'm saying?" And not go long-term with many deals. But there could be another part of the fan base that understands that they still have Sutter for a long time. Or no, Suter. My bad. Suter for a long time. And Parise for a long time. Making a lot of money. And this is an era of Minnesota wild hockey where some may believe they still have to go for it because of that. Yeah, well, they have one of the oldest teams in the league. Like you said. Stahl, Koivu, Parise... All over 34, and then Zuccarello's 30-plus, Dubnik's 33. I don't think that's a smart side of the fan base, though, realistically. But those are impossible contracts to move to. Can you really rebuild when you have contracts like that on your team? That's a good question. Oh, not unless they bought them out, right? And that's the problem. <laughs> that's not going to happen. They might not, yeah. Boudreaux. Go up to your boss and ask him for millions, and, like that many millions. How many millions is that if they have to buy them out next year or in two years? I mean, it's a lot <laughs> that's, of money, That's a lot of millions. A lot of those contracts are... Uh, beginning to expire as well, right? Like you know, the Minnesota Wild. Check it. That's they signed long deals, bro. Ridiculously. Well, I long. mean, Parise and Suter are there yeah. forever, obviously. Yeah. But um, like Eric Stahl is like a pretty cheap player. But Zuccarello and Zucker's the longest one, man. And Zucker's still young. Like I still don't really get why they want to trade Jason Zucker so badly. Yeah. What but, What did he do? Yeah, he's, there, he's a there, good player. There, ha- there has to be a conspiracy theory out there on why Minnesota is trying to trade yeah. Jason Zucker. Do you think of one. Think of one. Like let's just think for a bit. What fucking happened for that to happen? Did he? 
he doesn't fit in with the with the Minnesota culture. He's too he's no, too giving he, in the community. He's too nice of <laughs> he's a human nice, being. He's too, yeah, he's just too nice. Know. He's a Dougie Hamilton man. He just likes to go to museums. Did he say like a bad joke? You know, bad bad knock knock joke or something? Did he? Had to be know. a really had to be a Did really bad knock knock joke. Someone's tie of a, like you know well, what's going on? Like I, nothing makes sense. Uh, this guy just seems like a hard work. He kind of reminds me of Pavelski. Just does his thing, you know, hard worker. Not as good. I'm not saying not as good, but he's a he seems like a good guy, good hockey player. Yeah, and I, affordable. I don't know, man. I think Minnesota's just in a world of trouble next season. I, their defensive goaltending is still solid, you know. Suter, Dumba, Spurgeon, Brodine, and then Dubnik and Net. Like that's a good top four, good starting goalie, but the offense is just trash, yeah, dude. That'd be a Absolute good top trash. four in NHL 16 or something. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah, else did was, they do? What else did they do? Well, I mean, that's that's a better for Minnesota that I got, man. <laughs> like, let's uh, let, let's just move on. Like, there's a lot of Canadian teams on this list, actually. Actually, you know, other than Minnesota, the other four teams are all Canadian teams. Wow, a lot of mediocre GMs in Canada, man. Let me just go to the Edmonton Oilers. <laughs> Ken Holland, I know he's he's the new guy in town, but is anything different at Edmonton? Make Granted, a splash. They have no cap space. They have no room to do anything, but. You know, he signed his old buddy Thomas Yurko. Yurko's in the Detroit system. Marcus Granlin. You know, that's that's a fine little by low signing. One point three million. Dude, you know? Pay him seven hundred. Nineteen goals. Nineteen goals, man. Never forget. At you know, Mike Come Smith. On. I think they could have afforded more in net, but uh, you know what? Oh my god! Oh my man. god! Make a splash. You got Connor McDavid on your team. That's. I'm, I don't want to go thing. in on the Oilers. Okay, they we have. Got, they we have. Got less epi- than, we got an have, episode dedicated for these fools. Yes, <laughs> these fools in. in in the middle of July, okay? Or at the end of July. It's called the Trade McDavid 2020 game. Okay, so I think there's going to be a lot of roasting on that. It will, for sure. It w- I'm going to hold back. I'm just going to hold back. Yeah, if you, you want to continue, I'll You hold, hold back, back, man. No, that that's content. all right. That's all right. I mean, like I said, just granted, there's not a lot Got the Oilers can do right now. They're kind of hooped in the pool RV situation. Hooped. You want to make a splash, but, man, they have, like, almost no cap space. <laughs> But that's that again. They should have just dedicated it all to a goalie. Like, why didn't they just go and sign like Robin Laner? I mean, no one probably wants to pay play in Edmonton. But I mean, that would have been an interesting signing, you know? Yeah. If they just like because he Laner didn't make a lot, you know, one one year five mil. They they probably couldn't do that too. But yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, one guy I wanted I wanted to mention the Chicago Blackhawks in the Silky Six, but I wasn't a huge fan of uh, like. DeHaner, Mata. I mean, like, I think the idea was great to improve the defense. I just don't know how much it's going to be better mm-hmm. with Seabrook going downhill, Keith getting older. I don't think DeHaan and Mata are enough to prop them up. But the, la- the laner signing is great, and their offense is good. They have a couple good. finish kits, too, coming up on, on defense. I wouldn't know. You yeah. know, I've, I've come back to the game over the last year, but Sorry, I, heard, man. I, I don't know how to pronounce those names. Uh, going back to, to Edmonton for w- two seconds. You got Connor McDavid on your team. Think bigger. Think bigger. Think better. Or he's going to leave you in 2020. Facts. Montreal, man. I got to mention them. Just because of the bad offer sheet. Like, I'm I'm glad we saw an offer sheet, but, like, they at least had to try, man. Like, they didn't even try with that contract. I, You're right. They made it easy for Carolina. I have a they theory here. Of. Okay, let's hear it. I have a theory, it. okay? Because Bergevin, he seems like a smart dude. Okay, I got a theory here. Dundon calls Bergevin and says this. I'm going to give you $2 million. Just send this offer sheet over, okay? That's all. Interesting. Something happened. Interesting. You think so, eh? Obviously, it didn't happen, but that offer sheet made no sense at all. Yeah, I mean, I think to sign Ajo, you would have had to have been willing to give up two first-rounders to make mm-hmm. it interesting, and you probably would have had to sign him to like a 9.5 or like a $10 million Exactly. Deal. Especially at that, ter- especially asked, at that term, yeah. right? That was the big thing. I think 
that's where Aho was like, cool, I'll sign this offer sheet because you're giving me what I think I'm worth or like a little bit more. Plus, you're giving me five years, which gives, makes me into an UFA sooner, which any of these players would want to re-up yep. their contract. Because who knows how much these guys are going to be making yeah. after the after they become UFAs. Right now, they're RFAs. Yeah, speaking of which, it's going to be really interesting in the next few years. I think a lot of these young guys, 22, 23, are going to sign these like five-year deals and hit free agency a little younger. I think yeah. in a few years, free agency is going to be pretty nuts, dude. Aho's going to be like UFA the NBA. in five years. Yeah. Austin Matthews. Mm-hmm. Hey. Some big names, man. So, yeah, if you're going to get... A lot of money get that shorter term make sure that happens you know yeah a few years down the road it's gonna be some, some something <laughs> to watch for sure man give me some crazy shit. crazy crazy um next on the list the two I, I i consider these guys the two worst gems in the league right now um let's talk about ottawa pierre dorian first i wouldn't say like they had a, again no one had a horrible free agency but like <laughs> i feel like dorian just picked up all of toronto's trash you know well, you're just dumping Ron Hainsey. Let us take Ron Hainsey. Nikita Zaitsev, yeah, no problem. But don't you think these are guys that he can just flip at the deadline too? Zaitsev's got five years ago. Maybe. Not Zaitsev. I'm not talking about Zaitsev. <laughs> Maybe, but is Dorian going to do that? He hasn't a great job of it so I far. I know a lot of Ottawa, uh, Ottawa Senators fans are pissed off that that trade happened because they helped Toronto in the long run. But maybe it was to get a guy like Connor Brown on their team too. Not a bad player. Yeah, he's not Can a bad player at all. And I like Tyler Ennis too, in fairness. Yeah. But like, I don't know. Just, yeah. just Ottawa, man. Who's going to go to Ottawa, though? You know, again, these are we're talking about Tyler Ennis and we're talking about Hainsey, you know? Guys that are towards the end of their career, kind of. You think they want to move again? And if they have to, you, you think they want to move far? We're talking about guys that don't have, to, don't have to probably sell their property. Maybe. They can just take it easy. Hainsey probably has a family. Don't know, don't know too much about Tyler Ennis. But but this is a small move. We're going from Toronto to Ottawa. Yeah, you're right. It you does know? make th- it does make things a little bit easier. A little bit easier. Yeah, it's it's just funny to see Ottawa just take you know Zay Seven Hainsey from. Yeah, I mean they are a better team. Those are PTO guys. They're they're a better <laughs> team, but it's just it's just Ottawa, man. Yeah. They're just, they just seem like they're always behind the eight ball, you know. And this, I think free agency was just another example of that. Ah, uh, you know. Yeah, I think after Dorian made a couple big mistakes, I don't. Again, I think he's one of the worst GMs in the league. I do think that he is turning the page on his old way of thought. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The Ottawa's past rock bottom. Yeah. They still have a long ways to go, but I think they're past like absolute rock bottom. Mm-hmm. I think getting through this draft mm-hmm. and seeing Colorado slip to number four and not get Hughes or Kako, I think that was pretty big. Yeah, Melnick being so, so quote unquote cheap. Yeah. And not probably wanting to pull the plug on Dorian because he didn't want to pay someone that wasn't working for him. Yeah. Probably helped. Dorian's flip the script, you know, understand that he had to make a change. And again, who knows what's going to happen with Ottawa? I'm not, again, Dorian, I think he's one of the worst GMs in the league, but it looks like he's kind of understanding, okay, you know what? Let's get these, let's just get some assets, <laughs> figure it out. Yeah. You know, he's assets. got the right mindset, at least, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can say that about the last guy on the list, the Vancouver Canucks own Jim Benning. Oh, you are just saying, you turned into the biggest Jim Benning hater that I know. Okay, man. again, l- hear me out. Myers and Miller ha- having my little two on the team it makes the Canucks a better team. It's just he, he overpaid for both of them. <sighs> but that's no, no no there's no doubt about that. You know it, I think it was a nice little media release by the Canucks. I'm sure it was them that leaked the whole seven by seven thing. You're maybe one of those it was wild, guys, eh? maybe it was wild speculation, but I think it would have been smart of the Canucks to leak that because I feel like people were actually pretty high, happy with the Myers contract overall, even though it's not it's not a great contract. But don't you think that's market value for 
I'm just again, I'm I wouldn't give him that much, but considering what other people are getting paid, like that's actually market value in my opinion. Am I, am I saying it's a good signing for Jim Benning and the Canucks? No, but it's, it's I don't. It's just uh, I. I it, it is market value. You're right. Maybe I was just eating up what they supposedly, you know, popped up with the whole seven by seven, eight by eight type of thing, or eight by seven type of thing. It's just yeah. It's a lot of money to give a defenseman who's kind of sloppy in his own end. That's that's all I think. Hey, fair but enough. Who knows, man? I, I did write one little article on Nuck's misconduct there, talking about one of the biggest uh, the biggest points about Tyler Myers that's kind of missed right now, and I think it's that you know he didn't have great stats in Winnipeg, but he played two-thirds of his ice time with Dmitry Kulikov, who's an awful defenseman, and he propped Kulikov off. But Kulikov was even worse without Myers. So I think that's like a little tiny feather in Myers' cap at the very least. But here's the thing on Winnipeg. Morrissey, Truba, Bufflin, they were all a bit better on the ice without Myers. So, you know, Myers might prop up the, the mediocre defenseman, but he's not necessarily elevating the game of defensemen who are better than him, right? Yeah. So, it's, we'll see next know, season what they do. I think I expected it to go a lot worse for Jim Betting and the Canucks and their fans based on what's happened in previous off-seasons. This guy's not afraid to sign people. This is, the, this is his favorite day of the year. Yeah. He, Jim Betting was one of those kids who, who practiced free agency 100% you know when he was like 8 years old 9 years old he just practiced signing these guys somehow some way he, he, he probably played NHL like 0-2 <laughs> you know that's how <laughs> he got into it he was, he was scouting and then started playing NHL he was like I think I can do with this guys holy and he just signed in all these players the best thing in his life I can get players for free pretty much yeah uh, you know money's not coming out of my pocket yeah he, I'm not surprised that he, he, he's he's trigger friendly when it comes to this date but again, I think he got market value in everything that he did on that day, and that's, I hey, I have, I feel like I have a Jim Benning hate T-shirt on in my, in my drawer. You know, I hate Jim Benning. It's probably somewhere in my drawer. I'm one of his biggest haters for sure. But I, even I gotta say, this was, <laughs> it wasn't great. It wasn't good. It wasn't you, bad. The, bar, the bar's the, been set yeah, low. Yeah, the man. bar is <laughs> fucking low, and the bar is very it didn't low. match that bar. It's it not, was just, yeah. it was just above it. You know, you know this is might have been like a top three. At least top four uh, free agency for Jim Benning. A top six one, years. I think. No, I think the year oh, when he signed for Bad yeah, Miller, Miller was a lot better yeah. than this one. Fair enough. Just safer. But anyways, but still, man. got nothing for those guys. Yeah. The NASA. JT Miller thing, too, I, I just want to mention that as well because, you know, they, they gave away the first round pick. That's a lot. But again, Miller, he's the. There's only four bona fide top four players in the Canucks right now, and I would put Miller in that category. No, it's great, Trevor. You know, it's great, Trevor. Let's hear it, man. You know, I program my brain to not get so emotional about this Canucks stuff anymore because. So that's like talking about the whole league right now. But my, my friend over here, Trevor, it's cool, man. Like, you're passionate about this market, the team here. It's great. I love it. It's the best thing about you. And I feel bad for you, man. Because I had a great long weekend. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I had a great long weekend, man. When I, when I called you, it's Sycamoose. I'll say it again. Shout out to the people in Sycamoose. Yeah, you sounded bad. You sound, you sound sad. I was I was just, ah, whatever. Yeah, I was thinking about it differently, man. I, you know what, bro? Fuck, man. <laughs> hey, man. You know what? We've we've talked we talked about eleven other Jim teams Betting, too, man. but I gotta say, Vancouver again. <laughs> I, I don't think anyone really bombed a free agency, but I'd, I put Benning in the bottom five just because he overpaid for some guys. Where there was a lot of guys getting good value out there. You know, the Sabres traded two second rounders for Colin Miller, have him at half the price. He's as good, if not a better player. You know, hey, don't say anything after I ask this question. I feel like we're getting we're getting to the end of this segment, right? Yeah, we're, ask we you are a question the end, and don't say anything. Okay. Like a if the Canucks question. get off, if the Canucks get to a, off to a bad start next year and Jim Benning gets fired, 
are people going to be asking if Jim Benning is the worst GM in Canucks history? Hey, hey, don't answer it. I'm leave it out there. Leave it out there. A lot of a lot of good stories in Canada. Let's run that segment. We are Canada. Let's get an ad out there first. You're listening to Silky and Filthy. Each day, a busy beaver can shift 10 times its own body weight. Alrighty then. I grew up in Canada. I have not been around someone who wasn't high on pot for the past 15 years. Nancy, please don't trip on me, baby, okay? Did we get her done? Well, that depends. Can you go fuck yourself? Do I look Canadian? We did it because we love our country and not for any other reason, no other reason. They can throw the money uh, for the pension fund out the window. They can throw anything they want out the window. We came because we love Canada. All right, so we called this segment Meanwhile in Canada, and this one should be called Grand Theft Canada, man. There's some, there's some interesting shit going on in Vancouver this week. Um, apparently a Vancouver man is facing mischief charges after climbing into an open convertible and claiming the car is his own. Now, I shouldn't, I don't, it's not really grand theft because, yes, he, he did break in and police came and he refused to get out of the car. But he, he didn't just drive there? He didn't, yeah, he didn't drive it away or did he? He just refused to get out of the car. They, apparently, police asked the 36 year old man to walk out of the car. He refused and told police it was now his car. And then the police shot the man in the leg. What? With a bead, with a bead bag oh, shot. Okay, cool. <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> a little cliffhanger there, West Macaulay style. Holy damn. So yeah, that's, that, that, that's, what's, that's what's going on in Canada this week for, uh, for all you listeners out there. Wow. That's a, you know, yes, drugs were involved in the story, either illegal or prescription drugs, for sure. And, and, and marijuana didn't cause this. That's all I'm saying. No medicinal marijuana caused this to happen. Just putting that out there. It's the most fucked up story I've heard in a long time. I, imagine being a cop and that, that happening. Yeah, you're probably just like, come on, just get out of the car. <laughs> like, do we really have know? to do this? And, and man, like these cops need to be somewhere else. You know, if it was a joke, I hope the joke was only five minutes long. Because the cops got to be somewhere else. You I mean, know? Ho- hopefully, the, <laughs> hopefully the joke was worth a beanbag shot in the leg. <laughs> it has to be. Why does the article say beanbag, man? Come on. That's okay, no, man. I know, I know it's a tip shot, but it just, sound, it just sounds funny. Yo, are you good at hacky sack? I'm okay. I'm okay. I have my moments. When did you start playing? Uh, I was until high school. Yeah, grade I, nine. I think I've played two hacky sack games in my life. No, one. How'd you one. Do? do you get punched? I didn't get punched. What? You get punched in hacky sack? If you sack? pick it up with your hands, yeah. What? You didn't even hear about that rule? Ground uh, one, that's man. Some, that's some, some Sullivan Heights shit, okay? <laughs> you missed out, man. You missed out. That's ridiculous, man. You get punched in the game because you pick up the fucking... What? What are you supposed to do when, when it's just on the ground? Kick it up? Yeah. With like what? With your feet, roll down to your foot and kick it up. Damn. True enough, man. I you don't think out. a lot of people play the way you play, though. I don't know about that, man. Well, asshole. you you missed out on that, man. And you know maybe some of these NHL teams missed out on some of these guys. I wanted to ask you: Do you have any favorite under the radar signings for NHL free agency? Like just like obviously Panarin was a was a big deal. Like that's probably the best signing I think. You know Panarin's such an impact player. One that wasn't super under the radar that I liked. Well, like it was kind of under the radar, but Robin Lehner. Robin Lehner, Chicago, brought it up a, l- a little bit earlier. Five million bucks, one-year deal. Like this guy deserved a longer contract after the season he had, and I think he's gonna he's gonna face a lot of shots in Chicago. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I don't think that pace. defense is is great by any means, but there's gonna be a fun team to watch. And if he can still have a stellar season, then 
You know what? It's the sky's the limit for him. But here's the thing: you played in front of a great Islanders defense, and it's Trots. gonna be a lot different in Chicago. Yeah. But I do like the gamble on Laner, one-year deal. Uh, that was a signing I really liked, man. Yeah, and Chicago's one of those teams too where they've kind of, again, we have to see it first, but they've they've kind of got themselves into a situation where they still have Kane and Taves, and Kane is still one of the the premier players in the league. Premier, top five, top ten, he's there. They got better. They surrounded him with better play. Like it just seems like that. Now to bring it, he had a crazy year last year. Can he repeat that? I don't know. They just they picked up Strom, who who played really well with oh, dude, those guys with are gonna, those guys are gonna be crazy, you man. Know? So they're they're banking on Laner to to add something to to what they have in net with, with Crawford as well. These two are gonna be fighting for that for that job. They're prideful dudes, especially Laner. For him too. Because now it came out that Lamorello actually offered him a two-year deal at five mil per, but he didn't take that. So maybe a, maybe a bridge was burned in the negotiation process. But now take him taking a one-year deal, he's banking on himself again. I mean, that's crazy to me. He could have made more money and secured a check for the future. We're not talking about one of the best goaltenders in the league. We're talking about a goalie that that finally got it together after he was able to to stabilize things in in his personal life. He got it together finally. And had a great year, and, and a lot of people cash in in that scenario, and, and Laner did it. D- didn't. I'm sorry. He's banking on himself, man. He is banking on himself, and uh, you know I, I do like it for Chicago. We'll see where it goes for them. He was kind of the biggest of the under the radar signings. I want to bring up two more guys. One guy I really like. This is a re-signing, but he was in a UFA for a little bit there. Brandon Peary. You know this guy. He's he's just that guy who bounced between the AHL and the NHL. And again, you know he he came in last year. He played at over a point a game pace for like 15 games. And this guy signs to a deal worth $775,000. It's unbelievable, man. I know he's probably more of a third-line guy. He's not going to slot in your top six. But as a depth scoring option, that's a great deal. Who's this deal. guy's agent? <laughs> Dude. It's his, it's his cousin. I think I could do a better job <laughs> for this guy. Oh, Brandon or, Perry, give me a shout. Maybe he loves hockey. And maybe he's just his own agent. He's just like, yeah, I'll just sign whatever. Yeah, he just, send the, he send just, the just wants to play in Vegas, man. You know, just hey, wants to live enough, that Vegas fair life. Enough, fair enough. And I'm going to bring this up, too. You know what? It's uh, I don't think it's biased from a Canucks perspective, but I think one of my favorite Loki signings was Jordy Ben. Okay, how I, could I it really be one of your favorite Loki signings, and then you just throw Benning under the bus on his on the earlier segment, calling him your filthy one of your filthiest GMs of the year? Like I said, he was a uh, GM during uh, free agent frenzy. I'm sorry. Again, like I said, no one really messed up that bad. But Benning overpaid on a few guys. There weren't a lot of other teams doing that. Like I could have graded Nashville down for. You know, selling low on Subban, but then they signed Matt Duchesne. So I mean, made sense. You know, a little no, trade. No one, yeah, no one really made a lot of like egregious errors. You know, I, I think uh, the Canucks overpaying for Myers and Miller was was a bit of a mistake. But those players will make the team better next year, and we'll have to see how that goes. And the Jordy Ben signing Jordy is ben, good. It is a good signing. Yeah, again, you're talking about a third pairing defenseman. That's why it's not it's not blowing the doors off. But you know, two million bucks a year for a guy who's a solid third pairing defender. He's an upgrade on Ben Hutton. He comes at half the cost. Yeah. You know, he can slot up into your second pairing. He was actually tough and physical and a smart hockey player. Like, there's a lot of good things to like about Jordy Ben. I think he's a great it's, addition. It's to the cool Canucks. how life goes full circle. I mean, he tried out for the Canucks, right? And tried out high. for the Canucks, you know, played in two different teams in Victoria. Crazy, crazy. He's been everywhere, um, man. One of the best beards in the game, too. He could be like that's the That's what Johnny I'm saying. Can- you know, just the Canucks should have gave him $250,000 more on that deal just, just because of the beard. True enough, man. I'm telling you, there's a lot of younger hockey players in the league now. These kids, 19, 20, coming out of junior coming out of these young leagues they've never seen a beard like that they're gonna be scared it's a scary they're thing be scared. Out there, man. it's scary canucks may this, have this one guy's of the tatted up beards. too he's got tattoos everywhere he's a, he's a sexy he's a scary dude. dude yeah oh he looks scary. Like yeah i said sexy 
You said, oh, you said sexy? Yeah, dude, with the beard, the tattoos, man. I wish I had those things. Oh, <laughs> uh, come on, a- man. You know, back on the Kyle Bowen beard watch. And I was looking at myself. Yeah, I don't know if I could rock a beard. Thinking about it, you know how you said that, and I've always wanted a beard. I see you more with like the guru goatee, you know, just like growing it out real long, get oh. like the Fu Manchu with the mustache. Maybe when I live in Sycamus, that one. Yeah, that maybe, one man. About Fu tattoos. Manchu Kyle, you'll have like the like a puffy white shirt on. How many tattoos do you have? I only have two. Two? I got none. Sorry, man. You no. Know, one day. In grade twelve, I, I I told a lot of people, and I'm an honest dude. I would live up to this. I told them that. If the Vancouver Canucks won the Stanley Cup, because I, I was this fan. You know, I'm not this fan anymore. But if the Vancouver Canucks won the Stanley Cup, I get the roster tattooed on my back. So if they did, there'd be a there's like a 76% chance that I'd have Mason Raymond tattooed on my back, you know? Man, Victor Oreskovich tattooed on my... Yeah, get the Oreskovich tattoo, man. Crazy, Tanner man. Glass, maybe? Good thing they didn't win, yo. Yeah, good thing they didn't. Well, I mean, I, I, I would have taken the win. That would have been awesome to see a Mason Raymond tattoo on your back, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I would have held that against you forever, though, man. You know, okay. I, that's that's say, a bad omen, though, man. That guy broke his back. You want to put a tattoo of him hey, on your back? We got to bring that. <laughs> Come on, Yo, man. imagine this scenario. I just played out a scenario in my head, okay? So, I'm with the lady, you know, getting the little jiggy-jiggy on, you know what I'm saying? Okay? And the shirt comes off, and she sees the tattoo, right? She may think it's cool until she realizes that I didn't even play on that team. <laughs> or none of these guys are my brothers, <laughs> <laughs> she probably like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, good thing the Vancouver Canucks didn't win, yo. You would have just had to say that you had the biggest Mason Raymond boner of all time. You know, it's You funny. were not a Mason Raymond, or Mason Raymond ballad in a second club, were you? You wanted to keep Raymond. Anyone else find it funny how the Canucks have based their 50, you know, and it's a very honest promo and it's really well done, but it's funny how they based their whole campaign around the best is yet to come. Yeah. <laughs> The best is yet to come, <laughs> man. You can say that about the Vancouver Canucks. You could also say that about Silky and Filthy, man. The best Woo-hoo. is yet to come here. We're wrapping up the summer tour here. Got a few more episodes for you throughout July. I don't care if it's hot outside, man. I don't care if it's 40 degrees in the studio. We're getting the episodes done, man. So for stay sure. tuned to Silky and Filthy. I uh, hope you didn't cry too much on free agency. I don't think anyone had a reason to cry too much. And I hope you guys all keep, you know, pounding those beers back through the summer. And we'll see you filthy bastards next week. You want to hear the top three co- coolest coyotes ever? It's it's Phil Kessel, it's Ladislav Nagy, and yeah, you can't even talk about you know I'm not trying to suck up or nothing, but it's Paul Bizonet too, you know. The yeah, top those, three those coolest, are the top two cool coyotes right there. Yeah, yeah. all star team, man. Ladislav Nagy, Paul Bizonet, and Phil Kessel. Phil man, Kessel's the already the team. Phil Kessel's the best player they've ever had. That that top line. Think about it. Is Phil Kessel the best player they ever had? Now I know they had Ronick and, and Kachuk. But isn't Kessel better than Ronick and Kachuk? No, I would, I would probably. Yeah, everyone Ronick is hating on Kessel, man. No, he's no, remarkable. He's good. Don't get me wrong, but like we don't watch enough like, Kessel games. He's up there. He's up there, and but he's still playing. I don't think he's, he's still quite, up there. I don't know if he's quite at like Ronick and uh, Kachuk level. He's, Come he's on. close though. He's you close. know, Kessel looks like how Ronick and one, Kachuk look now, cups, and he's yeah. just ripping it up. Yeah, he has won two cups. He's won two cups, and look at his points. Yeah, you're right. Exactly, man. Who is better, Jeremy Ronick, Keith Kachuk? Phil Kessel, let's throw him in, you know, Tony Amante too. Tony Amante's fil- finishing last in, in that conversation. Pretty much. Yeah, you even throw our, Oliver ekman Larson there, man. Defensive that's like barely made the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. Phil Kessel is the best Coyote ever. Better than Shane Doan. Yeah, that, that <laughs> I agree even, with, man. Holy shit, dude. That's embarrassing, man. <laughs>